ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's heroes, today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We are so glad that you took some time out of your day to just sit back and relax with us. I hope you've had a great day or in the middle of a great day, or maybe you're just getting started on one. So may it be very blessed for you. And when you take this time and sit with us, I hope you are inspired or enlightened or uh, whatever you need out of these calls. I hope that you find that. My name is Stacey Johnston. I'm honored to be here with you and equally as honored as always to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing awesome. I'm looking forward to the conversation, and I'm blessed. How are you? Amen. Amen. I'm blessed as well. So we've all we've talked over and over, right, about what this means to us, what inspires us, why we come back in it. But what's your hope for this? What do you hope this does or this brings or this adds to the world? I am a firm believer that you hear the things you need to hear when you need to hear them, right? So I hope that whoever needs to hear the message that our guests have hears it exactly when they need to, and it changes their life. Hmm. Or at least gives them some hope. Amen. There you go. I hope you find hope. That's a beautiful way to put it. I think so, too. That's a great way to start this. So we have a lady joining us today all the way from the U.K. So with respect to her time, let's bring this lady in and get us started. Ladies and gentlemen, we would love to introduce to you Mrs. Jackie Taylor. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you very much, Stacey. Very good. Well, we are glad to have you. Thank you for joining us for the U.K. All the way, it's evening for you, and our day's kicking off here. So how about you kick off the show for us? Tell us who is Jackie Taylor, what do you do, how can you do that, and how can we connect with you? Right then, so um, yeah, I'm Jackie Taylor and I live in the north of England uh, in uh, Yorkshire. Um, What do I do? I do lots of things. Um, I am a practicing physiotherapist and up until last year I ran a physiotherapy clinic uh, in my local town and I've done that for 13 years Um, but I sold that last year after having had breast cancer I just finished my treatment about this time last year and I I decided that it was time to uh, draw a line under that and move on to whatever was next Um, so right now I've got many hats on I'm um, writing writing a book Um, I am doing some coaching and uh, I'm just about to finish my yoga teacher training this coming weekend, so I'm doing some yoga teaching as well. Um, alongside looking after my teenage kids and husband and dog and, uh, and looking after myself, making lots more space and time um, uh, for me. So, yeah, lots of hats on there. I love that. So how can people connect with you? Jackie, if they want to know about your book or about your coaching or just really going to want to dive into your story with you, how can they connect with you? So the best place is probably Instagram. And on there, my uh, Instagram account is Jackie's One Life, all one word, but that's Jackie spelled J-A-C-Q-U-I and then S. O-N-E-L-I-F-E. So Jackie's One Life. That's my Instagram account. Um, I am on LinkedIn, but it's 
of one of those very complicated <laughs> profile URLs with lots of numbers on, but I'm on there as Jackie Taylor, and as I say, you, there's a few on there, but you might find me. Or my email, which is Jackie, J-A-C-Q-U-I, at lockview.net. That's L-O-C-K-V-I-E-W. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, there's uh, lots of information, lots of uh, stuff I'm putting out there about what I do and, um, and about the book on, on my Instagram account. So um, that's probably the best place to keep up with what I'm doing at the moment. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> do you want to take a second and tell them about your book? Yes, yeah, so I started writing, or journaling really, uh, when I got my cancer diagnosis in July 2020 and putting a few posts out on social media and people were um, saying that they were really enjoying it and finding it really inspiring, all the things I was doing to look after myself. And then I was on an online conference, women's conference actually, and uh, there was a lady talking on there about writing a book and it was one of those, oh, oh, I could write a book with all this stuff. So started doing it just after my surgery, uh, autumn uh, 2020, and wrote all the way through my treatment up until the anniversary of, of, the, uh, of my diagnosis. Then I've had a bit of a break because I needed to go away and process some stuff. Um, and, I'm just, and then I'm coming back to it now and just bringing it all together. In, uh, into a memoir and it's that year of my life from diagnosis to the anniversary and about the process, what I learned about myself um, and the things that I've done to take care of myself and it's all, you know, I'm, I'm fine now and, and moving on um, with, as I say, with what's next. So uh, I'm hoping that what people taking on Kathy's piece about hoping that it would give people hope. I'm hoping that people, anyone who would read um, read it, would um, maybe just be able to see something in there that they could change in themselves and in their life without having the need to have a life-threatening illness diagnosed to make them really sit back and go, okay, I need to make some changes here. Um, so that's my hope for the book, um, that just one person might see it and go, do you know what? Yeah, I need to make some changes here to look after myself better. I love that. I think that is so important and one of the things that people neglect to do the very most. So. We're, all, we're all so busy rushing around and we think that we are looking after ourselves which I did I thought I was looking after myself I'm actually quite a healthy person um but apparently not just because I got breast cancer but other than that you know not overweight I don't smoke I've always exercised I eat you know I thought I ate quite well um but there was a cocktail of things going on lots of it stress related that just set my body in the internal environment up to be an attractive place for some not very nice things to happen. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, what I'm, you know, trying to get across. And, you know, one of the reasons for getting more into doing the yoga, because that's been a really big thing in terms of my 
rehab really getting I did a bit before but really getting into using that as a as a tool um, and all the aspects of yoga as a tool to help me look after myself better I love it I love it so let's take this in a slightly different direction throughout your journey and the lessons that you've learned and the people that you have come across have you developed a specific definition for the word hero? And is there someone in your life that fits that description for you? So, yeah, I love this question when uh, Stacey sent, uh, sent that through to me. Um, so my definition, um, I think, is someone who is unapologetically themselves and in all situations, um, with no judgment, and are kind and generous, um, but always honest, won't shy away from telling you what you need to hear. I love that. I love that. And is there, is there somebody that fits that description for you? Yes. Um, oh, gosh. I went round um, a few people and some of the wonderful women that I have worked with and people who've mentored and coached me. And then I came round to actually thinking, as opposed to people that inspire me, that sort of sticking with that thing of hero. And actually, I, I came down to my mother-in-law, who is the most wonderful woman and is all of those things, always herself, doesn't judge people, always very honest. Um, incredibly kind and generous and is always there always there for me and and obviously my husband and and you know my kids so yeah I mean my husband and I we've we've been married for 23 years this year and, and together for like 29 years so she's been part of my life a long time so um yeah, so every, not just this particular part of my life, other things that have happened, she just, it's the non-judgment that I think whatever happens, she just supports unconditionally. How beautiful is that? There are so many people that can't own a person in their life like their mother-in-law. Right? We have, we have been honored to hear you know, we think about all these beautiful people that have come around in our lives and inspired us and taught us and lifted us up. But so many times it has come back to these basic people that made such an impact on us in our life, those that have been there and, and show those character traits. So thank you. I hope she knows that you see her like that. Mm. Yeah, I hope she does too. But, yeah, but having thought about this, you know, I'm going to tell her because I'm, I hope she knows it but you should never, again, uh, assume that. So I'm definitely going to share that with her when we next beautiful. week. It's beautiful. No, I think we all want our lives to matter in some way, you know, to someone or to something or to some situation. So I think it's important for her to know that she, she holds that for you. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that with us. So, no Jackie, again, on this, on this quest that you've been on and these journeys that you've traveled, what's a life lesson that you've learned that you think everybody ought to know? You know, my grandmother always used to tell us, you can't always learn from other people because somebody has to be the other people. Yes. Um, uh, so, 
everything that you need is already there inside you. Um, but you have to be quiet enough and still enough for long enough to actually hear it. Um, and some of that is about belonging. So I'm a big Brené Brown fan. She's a Texan girl, isn't she? So, uh, um, and she, when she talks about belonging and saying it doesn't require you to change who you are, it requires you to be who you are. And when I first read that, that had a really profound effect on me when I first read her Braving the Wilderness book, which, gosh, it's about five or six years ago now. Um, and through this experience, this most recent experience that I've had, what I've learned is that I've created a space for me to actually hear me because all the noise and all the stress and all the stuff that's been going on in my life, and my business and everything, once that was all like gone or certainly faded in the background, on mute, let's say, it wasn't gone, it was on mute, um, and through making time, through meditating um, and journaling and just spending lots and lots of time with myself because through the treatment and, and surgery and chemotherapy and everything, um, it gave me an opportunity to actually find all those parts of me that were just hidden in all the noise. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you I think we, we look so many times outward for the answer when really the answer that we need is already like you said, it's already inside. We just have to be brave enough to find it. And I love that. Me too. Cassie, so, where does that take you? Hmm. I was gonna say one more one more question in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you had a one liner of advice for the world your message, your T-shirt, what would it say? Create space to be you. I love that. That's great. Expand on that for us. Yeah, so just um, an expansion of what um, I've just been saying, which is, um, and it's something that's come out quite a bit through through some of the yoga training in that so many of us are rushing around and we use things like yoga and meditation and breath work or whatever walking the dog uh, running to, to help us you know make space for ourselves and calm ourselves um but sometimes there's a feeling that we need to not be like that if you're a very busy active person and i am still that person but i have learn to create space to manage the parts of me that if they become too big they uh, swallow me and take over um, I don't need to change who I am I spent so long thinking that I needed to be different I needed to be quieter and I needed to not be so active and that I didn't you know not be so passionate about things or not want to do as many things as I wanted to do um, and actually what I've learned is I can do all those things as long as I make some space in there and some pauses and time to just, you know, have a little bit of restraint so I don't try to do everything in, in a 20, 24 hours. I can still be me. I can still do all those things. I can still be passionate. I can still 
have you know involved in lots of things um i don't have to change who i am i can be me by creating that space and to, to manage manage myself um and it's you know it came up at the weekend one of the other women on the course said something about oh i know i need to be different and you know i'm a very busy person and da, 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 da. and i'm like you don't need to be different you need to be you you just need to manage what being you means um so yeah create space whatever it is that works for you to create that space and that's different for everybody not everybody wants to do yoga or not everybody wants to run or um but remember to be you because it is exhausting to try to be like somebody else and that sort of full circle back to Brené Brown's piece about belonging and versus fitting in. It is exhausting to try to change yourself, the essence of who you are, just to fit what you think everybody thinks you should be. Um, so, yeah, create space to be you. I love that. That's beautiful. I'm always so honored by the, by the statements and by the passion and the transparency behind them. So thank you so much. For sharing that was You're most welcome. You're beautiful. I know that I could continue with this conversation and definitely have such beautiful things to share. But with respect to you and your time and respect to our audience, we are going to have to find that place to wind down. I would love for our audience to always remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if we can assist you, if you want to talk to us about your story or you just want to have a conversation with us, please reach out to us at herobuilder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to start by saying, Jackie, thank you for your time, for your wisdom, many blessings on your journey as you continue to, to find health and healing and teach others to do it, and thank you for the space that you provide. Kathy, how thank would you, you like to leave our audience today? Yes, ma'am. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? Well, her, her T-shirt statement said, you know, create space to be yourself, and I think that with all of the outside influence of, you know, how you should look, how you should dress, how you should be, how you should parent, how you should speak, how you should eat, how you should do this. It's just a lot, right? So my challenge for our listeners is to see if you can't filter some of that out and really decide who it is that you are. What a beautiful challenge. What a, what a mm. great place to take your thought today. I love that. Thank you for sharing those challenges with Kathy. You always give the most insightful challenges. And love it. Thank you for what you share. Jackie, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? First of all, thank you so much for inviting me um, to talk with you both. It's been um, short but very, very sweet. And I just invite people to, to trust themselves. As Kathy said, we can filter out the noise to decide who, who we are and to trust in ourselves when we make those, those decisions. 